and we're live. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jonathan Cogan Show. I'm your host, Johnny K. Unbelievable. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. It really is. Is it possible that artificial intelligence destroys humanity? Yes. Are we potentially on the brink of nuclear war? Yes. Are there like over 7 million illegal aliens that are illegal immigrants that are coming to the United States who we know nothing about? Most of them being middle-aged males, military-aged males, just all over the country? Yes. Are there children being trafficked at the border, disappearing, being raped, and just killed? Yes. Are there concerns about famines worldwide? Yes. But don't worry. If you're in New York, you might get one of these illegal immigrants as your roommate, okay? It is a great time to be a New Yorker. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. And these stories, you can't make this up. There is never, I believe if you could have a podcast throughout any time in human history, any time, any era, okay? Literally right now would be the optimal time because no, listen, I know this is family friendly, but sometimes I got to swear. There's never been a time where there has been this much crazy shit happening at the same time, day after day after day. I'm getting into so many different topics today. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But let's stick with New York. This is fantastic. They, so yes, is the economy being destroyed? Yes. Is the middle class being systematically erased? Yes. Is it part of their policy? Is it intentional? Yes. But that's fantastic because because of our actions, we're now going to make people live with you that illegally came to the country. Not homeless people that are Americans, but illegal aliens. Or illegal immigrants. It's weird to say aliens, but I understand why they use that word. So this is Mayor Adams. You may or may not have heard this. this is an incredible real clip. This is crazy. You would think this is like AI, how ridiculous this is. Listen to his fantastic vision. It is my vision uh, to take the next step to this, go to the faith-based uh, locales, and then move to uh, private residence. Uh, there are residents who are suffering right now because of economic challenges. They have spare rooms. Uh, they have locales. And if we can find a way to get over the 30-day rule and other rules that government has in, in its place, we can take that $4.2 billion, $4.3 even maybe now, that we potentially have to spend, and we can put it back in the pockets of everyday New Yorkers, everyday houses of worship, instead of putting it in the pockets of corporations. And some of those corporations... <laughs> is that amazing is that amazing yes you're really struggling due to economic times because of you know what we're doing as politicians and being in cahoots with corporations is to absolutely systematically destroy the middle class and create a feudal system of the elites and the peasants but that's okay because we're just going to smush more people into your home because you're doing so badly we are just going to put people that we know nothing about who by the way are unvaccinated because they don't, you know, if you illegally come into the country, you didn't have to be vaccinated. But if you come in legally, you must be vaccinated and boosted to the moon, baby. But if you're illegal, it does not matter. It doesn't matter. Everybody else, if, if you're an American citizen, you need 72 shots before you're about a year old or something. I mean, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. But if you're an illegal alien, <laughs> come on in, baby. Bring some measles and polio with you. Okay. So that's real. So they are going to start, there are over 7 million people who came in 
And Bobby Kennedy's at the border saying it's a huge humanitarian crisis. I don't understand. I still don't get, I did a whole podcast on this about weaponized immigration. I don't understand the logic of like, we should go for the best talent and have the best legal immigration program. Why do you want illegal Im- immigrants who you know nothing about that have not been vetted that could be from prisons of, of like other countries being emptied out like Cuba did back in the day with Florida in Florida and Miami. Like what's the logic? What's the logic? You don't know. You don't know any about these people. They could be little serial killers. You don't care. It's bizarre. It's really bizarre, but up is down. Left is right. Every day is opposite day nowadays. So that's first things first, but I want to cover probably the most pressing issue, which I'd like to say was covered here on this show, probably well before anywhere else maybe everywhere else. And I covered this. Uh, you can go check it out. Uh, the who WHO pandemic treaty, which uh, I covered last year, 2022, probably like seven months ago, talking about how there is a global grab for power from the WHO, which is going to relinquish sovereignty. Yes. Nation states are going to give away their sovereignty next time there is a quote, international emergency. And then the who legally can do whatever they want across all these nations. They have full legal power, lockdowns, you know, force inoculations, whatever they want to do, you know, anything they want to do. They want to put penicillin in your earlobe. That's what they can do. They can do whatever they want. So this is now it's getting more attention because it's going to be signed. And the United States is leading. Why would you ever want to give away national sovereignty? The people who are in power in the United States, why would you want to, you're so power hungry. You're just going to give it away. What do you, what, why are you leading the efforts behind this? This is so weird, but it's being brought up more and more. And so I'm going to play this clip that's explaining it a little bit. If you haven't heard my podcast from many, many months ago, cause I'm so early on topics that my podcasts get outdated. Like people don't know that there's someone telling the truth nine months ahead of time. And it's so shocking that people have missed that podcast unless you've been around here on the John the Kogan show for a while. So please share, please go look at old podcasts. They're worth a listen. So this is Michelle Bachman. This is on Dr. Drew. This was today, actually. And she gives a nice little overview of what's going on. And in case you don't know anything about it, here's the World Health Organization power grab. And she goes into great detail about it, but I'm just going to play the, the intro about it, about uh, what's going on and how important this is. So here we go. This power grab this is being doubled down by the World Health Organization again the United Nations healthcare arm is the World Health Organization. They meet once a year and uh, change up their rules at the World Health Assembly. Last year in 2022, the Biden administration was the lead on this. They had introduced 29 amendments and they were hoping to get them passed, but it was a foundational shift in the actual work of the WHO. It would turn them from being an advisory only body to being a regulatory and an enforcement body. That didn't happen last year, but that didn't stop the WHO from going forward. They, they went ahead, and now this year, at the most recently concluded World Health Assembly, there were 307 amendments that were introduced, and there was also a global pandemic treaty. The delegates said that the plan is that they will merge the global pandemic treaty together with the 307 amendments, and essentially what the plan is is to empower the World Health Organization to have decision-making authority over all 194 member nations. That includes the United States of America. So whereas during the three years under the pandemic, when the presidential administration took emergency powers to suspend our constitutional rights and liberties in many ways, 
They did it because of the recommendations of the WHO. Our government didn't have to do this, but they followed the WHO advisory as though it was law. Now the Biden administration is seeking to actually make it law that the WHO will have regulatory and enforcement authority. And it appears that's the direction this is going to go. Okay. I, again, I, I, I really mean this. This is a family friendly show, but I, I just, I got to be honest with you. What the fuck is going on? What is going on? Okay. I was just texting with a friend saying like, it's like we're in a movie. This is even crazier than being in a movie. Okay. This is being in a sci-fi delusional upside down world apocalyptic film. What is going on? What, how, who is listening to this stuff? And justifying it, we're all these people out there just zoning, just droning through life, just like droning, not paying attention. Same thing every day, droning through life like a drone, have no idea. Like, how are people justifying this through like the little bit of propaganda they get from here and a little bit of propaganda from here? Like, are they saying, oh, this is good. We need one health for the world. Yes. One size fits all. Yes. Yeah. Like, do they like, are they zombies? What's going on? Why is it so hard to wake up the masses? Why are people staying sucked into the matrix and defending it? It's bizarre, but we are really sleepwalking into some dangerous territory. Okay. This is as dangerous as it gets. And it's already starting. It's already here. June 5th. That's yesterday. June 5th, 2023. Well, what happened? Here's what happened. European commission. This is their official website. Digital health commission and who the WHO launched landmark digital health initiative to strengthen global health security. Today, the European commission and the world health organization, WHO have announced the launch of a landmark digital health partnership in June, 2023, who will take up the European European union system of digital COVID-19 certification to establish a global system that will help facilitate global mobility and protect citizens across the world from ongoing and future health threats. This is the first building block of the WHO Global Digital Health Certification Network that will develop a wide range of digital products to deliver better health for all. And guess who last year put over a bill, a billion, billion dollars behind this? Your boy, America's doctor, Bill Gates. Okay? It's the same people behind this. Everyone who messed up every single decision in the last pandemic is now saying we need more authority. This is okay. You know what? We got to get this one little clip. People are walking around like the Nuremberg code, like wasn't violated. By the way, I did a whole podcast on that many last year, many months ago. Okay. People are just walk, like, no one's being held accountable. This is like one of the biggest crimes against humanity of all time. Absolutely unbelievable. There's a Nuremberg code where seven doctors were hung. They were hung. Okay. And then we created the Nuremberg code out of it. And it's clearly in violation on several occasions on many different aspects of the code and nobody's in trouble, no responsibility, except the people that did all this stuff are getting more power. And we're just saying, okay, yeah, great. This is so fantastic. What is going on? What is going on? Can we get the masses to wake up? This is absolutely insanity. I'm like losing my, I'm talking to like, when you're listening to this, does this sound ridiculous or am I just like on my own here? Am I, am I a psychopath or am I the only sane one watching psychopaths take over our world? Which one is it? 
It can only be one of those. So this is from the Dark Horse Podcast. I'm not going to play the whole thing. I'm only going to play the quick intro, but I want to just reference them for you if you want to go listen to it, where they talk about this Nuremberg violation. And they're a pretty big podcast, Brett Weinstein. And I just think it's important to listen to it. I'm not going to play the whole thing. I'm just going to play the intro so you know what's going on. But the Nuremberg Code was violated. And people are walking around like everything's fine and nobody should be held accountable. What? Here it is. Although Nuremberg is a feature of living memory, there are people alive today, many of them, who were around to see that trial and its aftermath. It is somehow distant enough. It is 76 years ago that the trial of the doctors concluded, 1947, that people do not have the relationship with Nuremberg that they need to have. And I wanted to both point out what the Nuremberg Code is, why it matters, why it is above law, why it has a status in our in our uh, ethics paradigm that is above law, and um, what that therefore means to see a multiple violation of Nuremberg in the present, right? What what reaction should we be having to to that simple yeah. fact? Yeah, what should be happening? How about as a starting point? Let me get real crazy on you. Let's get real crazy, okay? I am I'm a I'm gonna I'm a right wing extremist far right, whatever. Okay. You already know that by now. And here's my philosophy. How about we start with not giving those same people that violated the Nuremberg code more power for future pandemics? Is that, is that okay for a starting point? Can we talk about that? Is that, I know that's a far right extremist view and controversial and anti-human, but what about that idea? You think we could start there? It's like saying you want a child rapist to watch your newborn. I don't really know how else to put it. Or a murderer to watch your family. Okay? Or like a wife abuser to date your wife. What is going on? What is going on? And people are walking around and talking like everything is normal. No. No. No, no. Not normal. We need accountability. We need people to be held accountable for their actions. This is massive. And there are so many things happening. There's war, there's human trafficking, there's drugs being, I mean, this is, there's no other way to put it, but in 1999, unrestricted warfare was written by the CCP, the Chinese communist party of how they're going to, how war is going to have a new face, how everything has a battleground. Everything's a battleground, information systems, internet, all this stuff. And that you don't need to partake in kinetic warfare. Like boom, boom, how we think of war as Americans. And there's no, I don't think you could deny it anymore that we're in war, baby. This is it. And it's been going on for some time. Literally every action is being taken by our government seems to be aligned with a foreign adversary. It's like opposite. You can't get everything perfectly wrong and hurt people as much as you have without intentionally doing it. Like to be a hundred percent right on stuff, or 100% wrong on stuff are equally impossible. So to be 100% wrong on everything, is an, it's intentional. It's not a mistake. It's a plan. And I feel like I'm losing my mind. So there's so much I want to get into on this pod for this, for this episode. There's so many like little tidbits to get into here. So uh, the next part here is food. Food. Food is under attack. Yes. We've covered this on several episodes last year. Many, one of the first to cover it, famines inbound. 
Here's an article. America signs global, global climate agreement to crack down on farming, June 4th. And I wrote on Twitter, phew, I was worried we would have too much food. So Elon Musk even commented on one of these posts on Twitter and said, this, need, this really needs to stop. Cows are not you know, a threat to climate change or whatever. So think about this. They're going after all the cows, but they're not stopping private jets. Okay. Make it make sense. None of it makes sense. If it made sense, they would perhaps stop maybe uh, one of Bill Gates' private jets instead of, I don't know, 10,000 cows that feed the world. I mean, what? Please start with the jet, which is probably 80 million cows combined for one flight. And then go from there. But no, that would make too much sense because they're trying to control you and shape the world in their image. Just like they say at the uh, World Economic Forum, baby. And we want, I want to get into some other plans that they're getting into. But listen to this. This is, it, it's really, it's happening in Ireland. And at the same time, all these countries are passing hate speech laws, aka you can't criticize those in power that are taking away all your rights. So while that's happening, listen from Neil McCoy Ward, what's happening in Ireland. It's a good little description of what's going on. Uh, this is real. This is real. You're going to even hear uh, a speech in their government. Just, just take a listen. On now to the cows in Ireland, which is the next big story up to today's show. Figures in the farming independence showing 200,000 cattle to be culled um, by 2025, just in, in a year and a half's time. Uh, it's an incredible threat to the farming sector. Because the Irish government is planning to cull 65,000 cows per year over the next three years, that comes to 200,000 cows or 10% of their cow population. But here's the thing I don't really get about this whole plan. So they claim that cows are contributing an extra 38% to their emissions. But what a lot of these stories are not taken into account is the offsetting that some of these cows have now, which are some quite good studies. I highly recommend that you read them. So there is a lot of offsetting now from cows. And there's even some studies which, I mean, they're really stretching it a little bit, but they actually say that cows are not big producers. They're actually uh, carbon net zero because of the dung that they produce, which is used in fertilizers and now energy and fuels. They say that because a lot of the cows are grass fed, that they are not consuming the grains which are contributing and all this other stuff. They talk about how the meat is, is used and how the leather is used instead of other product. Um, so yeah, they're trying to starve you, kill you, and uh, you're just marching along saying everything's cool. Everything's great. I mean, this is, by they're doing this by 2025. And at the same time, you got AI growing exponentially. You have Apple coming out with Vision Pro, which clearly you can see is going to lead to being in some sort of digital metaverse. It's very obvious. You put these goggles over your head. If you haven't seen it, you should go see it. It is pretty cool, but you could see where it's going, where you're going to be fully immersed and being, you're basically going to feel like you're in the same room as somebody right now. It's just FaceTime. That's like on your head and it's like floating on a screen. You got to watch the video, but you can see where this is all going. So you got technology growing exponentially, like extreme technology, like AI, you got them trying to control the food and then you got economic collapse. And then you have in, in the United States, I don't know what to call it, but an invasion of over 7 million illegal immigrants that are going everywhere. You know, nothing about that are going to be living with you now. 
because you can't afford rent. This is systematic elimination of the middle class to create a two-tiered system. I don't know how else to explain it to you. I, I, I try over and over just to be blunt, just to tell you the facts, perhaps come up with some solutions, how we can work together, individual excellence, getting close with the community, buying local, you know, solutions. But there is still a massive part of the population that is like excited to walk into a dystopian, fully surveyed world where you eat bugs in a pod. It seems to me people love that idea. Maybe, maybe most people just don't want freedom. It's too much responsibility. I think most people don't want freedom. I think they want tyranny. I think they want to be told what to do. I don't know how else to cut. I, contrarian opinion, the majority of people do not want freedom. I think that's true. I'm starting to believe that's true. Like Jack Dorsey tweeted, um, I think today, he's like, there's only three uh, censorship resistant platforms, Tor, Bitcoin, and Noster. But he's like, nobody really seems to care in the West. No one seems to care about censorship. They're not going, those are still niche products. Most people aren't going and using them. They're still using the ones that are being censored. So people just don't care about censorship. People don't care about getting a skewed view of the world that is not an actual proportion of what's going on, of being lied to, of being propagandized. Americans are one of the most propagandized civilizations in the world today. And they have no idea. Most have no idea. They have no idea. And for all of us who are watching and totally awake and just stunned that this is real life, it's like mind-blowing. They could say anything. They could say your head is now your foot and your foot is now your head. So call those respectively. And they'll be like, oh, don't you, if someone says that this on your, above your neck is your foot, then that's their foot. And they go, yeah, yeah, that's their head. What are you racist? I mean, that's, what's going to happen. I mean, where's this go? It doesn't matter. Fix the language. It's all crazy. It's just, and there's so much, let's get more into what's going on. So, oh, so what could go wrong here? I don't think anything can go wrong with this experiment. So uh, it's amazing how much stuff Bill Gates is involved in. It's like mind blowing. By the way, a little shout out. Go watch The Great Awakening. Um, it's Plandemic 3. Go watch it. I uh, just want to give a shout out. New documentary released. So this is Gates. Uh, this is Medellin, Colombia, the world's largest mosquito factory funded by Bill Gates. Breeds 30 million mosquitoes per week for release in 11 different countries. Every week, scientists breed and genetically modify these mosquitoes that are then released to the public and wild. These mosquitoes are supposedly improving people's lives. I just don't see how. To me, it seems like these mosquitoes could be weaponized with different diseases and sent out to the public. What do you guys think? I think it's a great thing to use as a weapon uh, if, if that was my goal. Just here's a two-minute video of, of what's going on uh, with these mosquitoes that are going to save your life. Columbia today, and I'm at the world's biggest mosquito factory for the World Mosquito Program. We're making in here 30 million mosquitoes a week. Come have a look. We're doing it for a very serious reason. Cities like Medellin have suffered from diseases like dengue, Zika, chikungunya for decades, but not anymore. We've been able to bring the solution of Wolbachia mosquitoes to this city. When this bacteria called Wolbachia gets introduced into the mosquito, it stops their ability to transmit dengue. We release mosquitoes that have Wolbachia. Now they go and mate, and Wolbachia gets passed into the wild mosquito population. In the next two years, if there's a breakout of dengue or any of these diseases, 
I'm going to flip out because it seems like everything that Bill Gates is vaccinated against just all of a sudden comes back. Oh, we eradicated polio. Now there's polio in the sewage system from the vaccine induced polio. Like everything's coming back. Everything that he's trying to get rid of supposedly is coming back. If we're going to control these diseases in all the tropical cities of the world, um, it's going to require a lot of mosquitoes. Peasants in the population. The mosquito life cycle starts with the egg. And in this room, we've got a lot of eggs. Each one of these strips, these tiny black dots. Don't want females to have eggs because then they could reproduce, you peasant. Are up to 10,000 mosquito eggs. Across all of these strips, about one and a half million dried eggs waiting to hatch. In this tray, we've got the newly hatched eggs. They're little larvae, so small you can hardly see them. They're going to sit in here for a few days and eat and get bigger. All right, you get the idea. Um, you get the idea. Not, I don't need to play this whole thing. It's ridiculous, okay? It's ridiculous. I don't trust these people. I don't trust them one bit. Not at all. Zero. Zilch. Zilch. So, so many things. It's it's unbelievable. It really is. And you got the New York Times coming out saying how uh, these pictures are coming out from the Ukraine front lines. They're, a lot of them were Nazis patches because they's off battalion. There's, it's well known that there's a lot of Nazis. And uh, they're saying, you know, it's stirring right wing Russian propaganda because real pictures are coming with real Nazi symbols. Um, I mean, everything's coming to light. It seems like everything's crashing all at once. Um, I think the big weapon of choice is going to be the economy. Uh, I mean, that cyber attack. They're talking about the electric grid. Uh, they know the Nuremberg codes violate, so they need to avoid that. So, I mean, this could lead to I've called this on podcasts many, many months ago last year saying anything could happen because they'll do anything to avoid accountability. If that means a nuclear war. I mean, the Nuremberg Code is violated straight up. I mean, it is what it is. And there you don't want to be hung. And so what are they going to do? Anything they can to avoid it. Anything. Literally, nuclear war. Anything. They'll do it. So things are going to get weird. Things are getting crazy. Um, it's just unbelievable. And so there was this clip that I saw on Twitter that I thought was really funny. It's pretty crazy. Uh, so Jesse Ventura had a show. Uh, so this is from Tara Bowles. She said, all of these episodes have been removed from Amazon. In 2009, Dr. Rema Lebo predicted the slow death of anyone who takes the vaccine, leaving survivors infertile. Why have the, why have the people trying to horse, uh, who warned us been censored? Did they, did they know too much? So in 2009 on true TV, I guess Jesse Ventura had a conspiracy, theory show or something like that uh where he would like look go research conspiracy theory in 2009 and this clip is from that show and now that we've lived through the current situation i thought it would be an enjoyable watch or and listen you could just listen to it um this is pretty funny actually <laughs> i mean take for what you will this is just the fun segment okay um here we go two minutes 19 seconds it's worth a listen i promise our agenda afoot to force the population to undergo different type of medical treatments, namely vaccines. We're seeing a medical tyranny being set up, not just in the United States, but worldwide under the UN and the World Health Organization. Who's behind all this? The Bilderberg Group. They want a planetary dictatorship so they can carry out their fourth depopulation agenda, and they want to do it through the medical system. And that's why vaccines are so important. We know that many of these vaccines turn out to have serious adverse reactions. This is being done by design. They kill you slowly over time. 
That's why they're called soft kill. And I've got an insider I think you should really talk to, Dr. Rima Labo. But she doesn't live inside the United States because she's so concerned about all the police state developments that are taking place. But if you can get her to come up here and talk to you, she's a medical doctor, she's treated heads of states, and she really understands what's happening on the inside. Where's the doctor now? She's in Panama. Panama. So I got to find her. Do you can either go down to Panama and talk to her or somehow get her up here. She doesn't like to come up here, though. Here's her phone number and information in Panama. All right. I'm going to work on it, baby. They will induce a pandemic using the nasal mist vaccine, which is a live attenuated virus. That means that if I take it, I can infect you. You're going to... By the way, uh, when Bill Gates was in Australia and taught and said those three things, when he's like, you know, these, these vaccines are terrible, they're not infection blocking, they don't have a long duration, and they don't help against new variants. In that same, if you remember that video, and I played it on here, he also mentioned how for you know future vaccines, they're going to have the nasal spray one. They're, that's what he, he mentioned that on that stage. He said they're going to have a nasal spray vaccine that's going to be infection blocking. So that's very interesting. Just want you to know that or remind you. To get the flu, everybody around us is going to get the flu. Then the United States government, based on their statements that they've already made, will say, oh my we have a pandemic. Oh my goodness, we don't have enough doses. So we'll add mixed squalene at the 90,000 injection station that the Department of Health and Human Services announced that they will ship the vaccines to. People lining up, sometimes by the hundreds, for an atrial energy flu shot. What that means is a holocaust, a genocidal Holocaust. Men, women will sicken and die, and those who survive will be infertile. If people start dying massively from these inoculations, is that that's wild, isn't it? I I don't know. I thought that was worth a listen, worth a watch. That is crazy. Listen, is it true? We don't know yet. I don't know. Excess deaths are at uh, an all-time high. It's definitely concerning, but is you know hundreds of millions of people going to fall off the planet? I don't know. Uh, to me, it doesn't seem that way. Personal opinion, uh, but maybe these are you know time delayed for four years. Like you know, some you have that speech from Fauci saying, you know, you got to be careful with testing with new vaccines. You know, one year everything's okay, and then five years everything's okay, and then ten years later all hell breaks loose. You know that video? So maybe that's what happens. I don't know, but. Um, I don't see it happening. I got to be honest. Um, but, you know, time will tell. Time will tell. So all this stuff's going on at once. Crazy. Um, keep your eyes on the pandemic treaty. Okay. You can go listen to my old podcast on that. Um, and also, uh, you probably saw, but there was a dam that was blown up in Ukraine that is going to prevent water from going to Crimea, which Crimea is under the control of the Russians. They're saying the Russians blew it up their own, the dam that was taking the you know, that was leading water to the part of the country that they control. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. I don't know, but it's like saying they blew up, you know, their own pipeline, stuff like so just who knows? Uh uh just something to keep your eye on. The war is escalating very, very quickly. Uh it's getting very, very dangerous. It's an existential war uh for Russia. So uh where this leads, I have no idea. Uh, but as we speak, people are being evacuated. People are probably not going to get water, massive humanitarian crisis all over the world, everywhere. 
the U.S. southern borders might be one of the worst areas. Um, every single weaponized part of uh, unrestricted warfare seems to be weaponized against the United States uh, and really a lot of the West. Um, and I don't know how else to cut it. it just um, I got to keep telling the truth on this podcast. Hopefully you can keep sharing it. The audience is growing and growing and growing. It's bigger now than it's ever been. Uh, we're, and I know we talk about stuff that seems crazy, not landish, but yet all of it's true. Um, and it's apolitical. It's just based on facts and hopefully we can wake up the masses before it's too late. That's my, that's my hope. I hope that's your hope. I hope you share this with, you know, seven people, seven. That's it. That That's the ask for today. Subscribe. If you're new, subscribe to the Jonathan Kogan show podcast, wherever you get your podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I haven't put a lot of videos on there recently because <laughs> this isn't allowed, obviously. But you can go to the Rumble channel, and then also I post everything on Twitter, which is going to be a massive platform for all of this in the future, and that is at K-O-G-Z. Go follow at K-O-G-Z. And um, that's all I got for today. That's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff. I think I covered it all. All right. I'll see you tomorrow.